Welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner. I'm the primary dungeon master for Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast. This session is being recorded over Zoom. Before we get into tonight's adventure, I'm going to play an audio promo from our friends at the podcast Tale of the Manticore, which is a hybrid between a dark fantasy audio drama and a solo D&D RPG. We're doing a cross promotion with them for three episodes on each podcast, and this is number two of three. Please enjoy the following promo. Are you looking for a D&D podcast with a dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. I'd also like to mention our friends at the podcast Old Men Rolling Dice. We did a cross-promotional episode where we discussed our favorite campaign settings. The episodes are available now on Knights of Roleplay and Old Men Rolling Dice. Now back to our adventure... As our adventure begins, it is Stardate 0526.80. On the Rock of Brawl, a strange event preceded by an eerie glowing fog temporarily replaced Middle City and High City with a village, some dark woods, and a huge castle. Reports say that the strange event lasted maybe three hours at most. It left behind a new resident in the form of a tall, handsome, human male with pale skin was accompanied by a large caravan of carts and wagons. During this strange event, which has now been named the Conjunction, the party fought a group of werewolves. During the battle, Janie released a fireball that set some of the village buildings on fire. It appeared that someone inside one of the buildings had died, triggering some emotional trauma for Janie. I need Janie to make a wisdom saving throw for me, please would help if Janie had her dice out. Womp, womp, womp. At least Janie has advantage. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's true. I have advantage on wisdom saving throws. <laughs> Isn't it nice how Kate knows their characters better than us? <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> All right, I'm going. Okay. Do it. It's a good thing I had advantage. Uh, <laughs> 20. <laughs> It's otherwise it would have been an eight. <laughs> so you basically you start to relive that that trauma from your past um, when the the people from your village were killed by an accidental explosion of your fire, and um, you remember the the goblin that you accidentally killed in the temple of Marshak, and you start to feel like you're about to lose it, but then you kind of you kind of rein it in a little bit and you pull it back and you take a couple of deep breaths and you calm yourself down and uh, and, and, you, and you feel okay. You sort of manage to work through it. Ground yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
five things you can see, four things you can hear, that kind of thing. <laughs> My mom, who's being wonderful and, and watching our little girl oh, behind baby me. Baby mom! Baby mom! <laughs> baby mom. Uh, okay. So let's see. So we had that going on. Okay, so, so two months have now passed since the conjunction. It is now stardate 0726.80. During those two months, you have noticed that individuals all over the Rock of Brawl have been eating the same pastries offered to you by the old woman on the night of the conjunction. At first, it was only a few people here and there, but lately it seems that almost everyone is eating them. Many businesses, including the Laughing Beholder Tavern and Strax's, um, well, actually it's the parties, the Hammered Unicorn Forge, um, seem to be suffering as a result. So John, the forge would have only made one gold piece per day in the last month rather than the three um, that you would normally get if you were engaging in the running a business downtime activity, which I assume you're doing unless you tell me otherwise during unless I during, tell you otherwise. Yeah. yeah, during a downtime. So um, 60 gold. So, yeah. so they only earned sixty equals Well you got you got the you got the ninety uh, you got the ninety for the first month. And then subtract from And then that. you got 30 for the second month. Yeah. Three gold pieces a day times 30 is 90. Okay. And then the second month is one gold piece a day times 30, which is 30. 120. Okay. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Most of the regular customers from places like the Laughing Beholder and the Hammer Unicorn Forge and, and lots of the businesses, uh, they have been seen in the lesser market buying pastries from... Morgantha, the old woman who sells the pastries. Her cart has a long line of customers waiting to buy pastries all night and day. It seems the old woman doesn't sleep and only takes breaks from selling pastries to make more pastries. Uh, it seems there has been a different sort of problem in the elven forest in Middle City. Werewolves have been living there and they've been killing the elves. The elves will no longer enter the forest. A reward has been posted that will pay 1,000 gold pieces to any group that can destroy the werewolves. Well, you know what Strax is going for. Uh, is there anything in particular that your characters have been doing during the, during that two-month period? Just want to check before we go forward. Probably just trying to investigate to see what what is going on. I mean... Well, all, all of this, all of this is slowly building. I mean, it's it's not yeah. like you can go back two months and say, "I started investigating the werewolves," because all, all these things and, and the pictures. Right, right. Included, no, but this whole, the whole the whole the the incident that started it all. People talking about a Barovia weird glowing mist on the rock. Okay. Weird individuals coming out of the mist, like like uh, Arvine talks about going to see Luigi, and she probably would. Okay. see Luigi, she'd probably go to her temple to try to research any documentation there with Matisse just to see if there is any, you know, anybody with knowledge or hearsay or any historical documentation that might explain uh, what the Mr. Barovia is. You're wasting your time. Whatever uh, weird things just happen sometimes. Arvine's going to investigate it anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, weird things happen sometimes. Occasionally, you know, Strax isn't a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> it could happen, you know, <laughs> if I have a particularly bad day. Okay. Uh, so you said you wanted to go to the temple and you wanted to talk to Luigi? Yes. About about uh, the, the conjunction? Yes. Okay. 
so let's see. What's the great conjunction? <laughs> Conjunction, great conjunction, conjunction. What's your function? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was um, thinking, but I'll take it. So, the the temple, the temple of Mayhine, right? Yep. Yeah. So, the temple of Mayhine, hearing basically the descriptions from, you know, or hearing the rumors and also hearing sort of more of the detailed descriptions of what you described. Mm-hmm. Um, the temple puts forth the idea that the person that you met may be a vampire. They, I mean, they don't know, but based on some of the information they've heard from you and from others, they suspect that that might be the case. Okay. Uh, as far as speaking with Luigi and gathering information from him, um, he sort of talks vaguely about the fact that there are different sort of demi-planes and that he has heard stories about demi-planes crossing over into other worlds. And he basically thinks that the conjunction was some form of a demi-plane crossing over uh, into the, the plane of existence that, that the rock is in, that, that the universe that you know is in. So he's, that's sort of a theory of his. Okay. Arvin would probably try to research how to stop something like that. On hearing that, but well, she probably think, feels like that's over her head too at this stage in the game. Uh, well, Luigi is, there, is just giving you a theory about us yeah. how it happened. Yeah. Is there a library on the rock? Yes. Yes. There's there there's several. Yeah. Then uh, Matisse would have been reading or researching, looking in a library to see if there was any kind of occurrence of that happening in history. Okay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Don't uh, die. Don't don't. Don't don't die, Greg. <laughs> to determine if, um, you know, what the likelihood of that happening again or if something else would occur relating to the conjunction. Okay. Why don't you make an investigation check with advantage? Okay. Da, 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 da. While he's doing that, as an aside, is there someone in our party we still have to worry about whether they're going to turn into a werewolf? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I totally have to address that. (laughs) That's kind of important. (laughs) Okay. Um, So it it was it was Arvine, I believe. And she had said or or, or Kate and I had discussed and correct me if I'm wrong, honey, but uh, you wanted to uh, you had gotten some favors from the Temple of Manahine during downtime. Yeah, if Arvine knew she wasn't feeling right after the fight and that it involved werewolves, she'd probably go to the temple to get it checked out. And then if it was something that they could help with, she would call him one of her favors to have it. Yeah, fixed. yeah. They, they they very quickly ascertain that you have lycanthropy, and they and they use remove curse as one of your favors. Okay. To okay. get rid of it. Update my twenty five on that check. Twenty five. Nice Good job, guys. Okay, so you do read about demi-planes. You read a little bit about the fact that there is is evidence, I won't say proof, but there is evidence that throughout history that very powerful, evil individuals can sometimes actually have a demi-plane come into existence around them. 
because they're just so evil and so powerful that it basically spawns a demiplane around certain individuals. Okay. And as far as the, con- the conjunction goes, again, you don't get much more information than what you got from Luigi as far as sometimes planes can cross over each other. Sometimes portals can open up. Sometimes um, part of one plane can replace part of another. Um, typically, it is temporary. And um, in, in your research, you don't find anything that describes any sort of a conjunction as being permanent. Um, and nothing describes anything like that ever being completely permanent. Usually they last less than 24 hours, sometimes maybe a couple of days. But from what your research indicates, there's never been anything recorded that lasted for more than a couple of days. And there is no mention of a way to prevent anything from like that from happening. But they are so exceedingly rare that it's sort of like along the lines of being hit by lightning twice. You know, it's extremely rare. I mean, there's really no way to anticipate it. There's no way to stop it. Um, but it's not something that typically anybody really worries about because they are extremely rare occurrences in the first place. Okay. It's been two weeks here, or two months here since... I'm, I'm, I'm assuming months. you guys share everything that you find with... Those of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably the only other thing, like as as the months trend along and Arvine notices the pastry problem starting to pop up, Arvine would probably ask, Strax, you have some alchemical ability, like, they seem like bad news if everybody is getting addicted to them. Do you have any ability to analyze, uh, like, if we bought one, what's in them? What would cause that? Arvine, I work the forge. I don't know anything about baking. Yeah. <laughs> so no. That's right, because you're more of a you're, you're not an alchemist so much as you are. Yeah. I'm, I I swing like a metalworking flavor of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's not an so artificer. He's an artificer. Yeah, right. <laughs> artificer, not items. alchemy. Okay. That's. I was getting my terms mixed up. Disregard. Yeah. No. no but, not but, an but there there is there is an alchemist on on the Star Runner though. Uh, okay. Matisse um, buys a pie so that she can bring it. So that they can see what's in it. Okay. So 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 Dimble, the alchemist, hey, on, Dimble. on the uh, Star Runner. Uh, he he is an alchemist. Okay. I mean, what what do the people in the Star Runner think of all of this besides the, Dimble doing his analysis and just general reactions? Yeah. So are you are you bringing a pastry to him to try yes. to analyze it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on a second. I'm just. Checking my notes here for something. So many papers. The only uh, thing about the pastries that's concerning track tracks is the uh, loss of uh, money. Business. Loss of business. <laughs> <laughs> the but the uh, werewolves sound like a uh, more interesting challenge. <laughs> uh, okay, so so you go to the Star Runner, and uh, Dimble, you uh, you find. Uh, little human gnome uh, in his little makeshift sort of uh, work area uh, below decks and uh, most of the crew is not there uh, but, but Dimble is there and he's he's down there working in his shop and you you walk into the room and he's sitting there eating a pie 
he, oh, he, he's eating one of the pastries when you walk in. Uh, he's got like a mouthful of pastries. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, where, yes, where, where, where is it that you want? Uh, I don't think you can help me with what I was looking to find out. Is there any way that I can kind of use your uh, materials here to see if I can discover something? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> so, oh boy. Matisse <laughs> tries to see if she can determine what's the makeup of the pastry. Okay. So the diva paladin yeah. is going to try to use some alchemical uh, concoction that won't to end poorly at all. <laughs> to find out what is in the okay, so uh let's see. Would it make sense for someone with arcana knowledge to do that? Well, Maybe. I think it would be uh proficiency in alchemical tools. Oh. I don't I don't suppose you have proficiency in alchemical tools there. I do not have proficiency in alchemical tools. Uh, uh, Greg, does I, I, don't, I, don't suppose, I don't suppose that your diva paladin does either. Why would any of us yeah. take yeah. that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just asking. Back, I'm just asking. Assu- assuming that we all went with Matisse on this little errand. <laughs> I assume we went together, yeah. What, it, what is Dimble's behavior and everybody else? Are we uh, going to drag you along, Strax? He just seems like he's more interested in the pie and, and, and the pastry than, than any of you. Is that what we've seen from like everybody else who's buying them all the time? Yeah. I mean, people, I mean, you see people that are eating pies together who seem to be uh, a little bit more sociable. But when you see people that aren't eating pies and people who are eating, uh, uh, eating the pastries, the, the people who are eating the pastries are just completely consumed with eating the pastry and talking about the pastry. Yeah. And they kind of ignore everybody else around them who isn't involved in eating a pastry. Is what they have... Praxis. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, is there any kind of um, way that we could describe as a um, categorization of what's going on with them? You know, is it a disease or is are they just indifferent? Um does it vary based upon who's eating it or why don't you make an uh, words an investigation check with advantage, assuming that the rest of the party is helping you out. Arte, are you helping a sister out? (laughs) So go ahead and make investigation with advantage. Drax is pondering a new, uh, Okay. Investigation. Words. All right. Is that a ugh. investigation? Is not good for me. He's pondering a new series of products that he can start making. I. That was an eight for me. An eight. Okay. So the the odd behavior is obvious. Outside of that. There's can't determine you can't really find any sort of a correlation with anything. You, you don't you don't know if it's a mental illness. You don't know if it's like a magical thing. You don't know if it's an alchemical thing. You don't know if it's just something about you know the ingredients. Again, you don't know if the ingredients are mundane or magical. You're you're not really sure. I mean, you can try to make an educated guess, but your investigation doesn't 
specifically give you any facts. new information. So, yeah. Matisse, uh, out of game, besides potentially your lay on hands, if you just wanted to give it a shot, you can prepare spells day to day, and you have second level spells, and lesser restoration is one of your spells. Oh. But the question is whether you would use that. Can I do a medicine check on Dumble to see if there's anything physically going on with him? Sure. He 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 seems uh, very much to kind of ignore you as you <laughs> kind of Poking investigate him. him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Running a medicine check. Twenty-three. Oh, yeah, Okay. So, so plus at, six on medicine. Danny <laughs> is the closest thing to an alchemist that we have in the party, probably. <laughs> probably. So, so at first he he kind of like moves the pie away from you as you're getting close to him. <laughs> He's like, Narn, Narn, she says right high, Narn. Um, but 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 nevertheless, you know, you're you're, you're able to kind of poke and prod him a little bit when he sees that you don't want the pie, that you don't want the pastry. Um, and, and what was the total again, Sarah? Sorry. 23. 23. Um, and it's a medicine check. So. I'd be happy medicine. to do an arcana check too, but. No, no, the medicine, the medicine is fine. Um, you can determine, actually, wait, hold on. Again, papers. Hold on. Uh, Excuse me. The stuff about the pastries right here. Cider. Pastries. Okay. There we go. Aged in rye whiskey barrel cider. Ooh. Nice. Fancy. That. Okay, so you you do think that there is a um, you do think that there is sort of a natural component to the pastries, something which affects a person's excuse the term constitution. Um, so they poo themselves no 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 um but but you do think that there's something about the pie going the the pastry going into their system that is affecting them but there's more to it than that there could potentially be some sort of an arcane element to it but all but you can detect that there is some sort of there's something that that affects a a creature's body or their physiology there's something in there but there's something else going on beyond that Tempted to take a bite just to see what it does. Dumble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look like you're really enjoying that pie. Yes, yeah, it's very good. How would you like to enjoy it on a nice silvered plate with a nice silver fork? Should make it taste a lot better. Oh my god. Gold pieces, I can whip up. I can uh, get you some nice utensils to go along with that. You, you want to make me a dish? What? You're just eating it off. The, you're just eating it off that crude uh, de- uh, dish that you got there now. Or you think a nice silver fork and silver fish and not tarnish the flavor of the pie? Nine. Nine. No. 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 I didn't think no. he would no. fall for that uh, trickery. Strax. <laughs> You know, maybe some of the people from the uh, middle chair might be more interested in that. Somebody's got some more money. I'll have to, I'll have to do a little bit of market research. <laughs> don't shake your I, head at me. Uh, I don't... Uh, no! 
<laughs> but people are enjoying a pie. Makes, I think hey, they'd if rather I can... spend the hundred gold on more pies, honey. <laughs> well, you may be right. I don't know. And you but, may be crazy. Well, that, that's why I'm thinking, you know, maybe the richer people have a little bit more money. They might enjoy, you know, having to be able to enjoy their pies with the Hey, Dimble. Decent utensils. Hmm? Yeah. What's so special about the pies? Well, the pie, it tastes, it tastes very good. It tastes very good. And, and then, uh, and then. I could make it taste better. And, and then, then the, the dreams, the dreams, oh, they, they are just so wonderful. The dreams? Yeah, the dreams, what? they are just so wonderful. What happens in the dreams? Oh, it is, it is. It is the most uh, amazing thing in the world. It's a it's a wonderful place, and I just want to go there so much. And 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 I fall asleep, and I dream of this place, and then and then the dream goes away, and then I need more pie. Oh, can you show me the dream? Get your own pie. Show you a dream. What, if, you if you want, if you want, if you want to see your your own dreams, then go get the pie. Does Janie have the ability to mind meld or something? <laughs> uh, let me check. Hold, please. Sarah's checking for a mind meld. <laughs> well, I have mind link, so that's the speaking telepathically. I can speak telepathically to him. Unfortunately, that won't let you see what's in his head. No, it won't. But except for his words. <laughs> yeah. Um. I kind of want to eat the pie. <laughs> we have a pie. <laughs> we bought a pie. <laughs> well, technically, Matisse bought a pie. Well, Matisse can eat the pie. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I'd wait till we uh, hang on. I'm, uh, and I talk with Matisse and say, I eat the pie! <laughs> <laughs> it's not where anywhere Janie can get it. So, so, so at yeah. this point right now. D- Dimble, Dimble has just finished off his pastry and he's kind of licking his fingers and then he goes over in the corner of his room where he has like this like makeshift cot and you see him you know he looks kind of daisy he looks kind of dazed he looks kind of drunk and he looks very sleepy and he just kind of lays down and, and falls asleep maybe I can sell him a new bed uh, <laughs> I'm going to try um I just um, prepared a spell. Um, I'm going to try Lesser Restoration on him. Uh, Let's see. Okay, hold on just a sec. Okay, so, so so he's fast asleep. I mean, he falls asleep surprisingly quickly and his breathing changes and he's and he's very very deeply breathing and into sleep and um he's got the rapid eye movement going around and, and uh, matisse our large blue female uh, diva ballad and goes over and you use the uh, use the divine magic of may excuse me burping uh of mayhem to cast or was it, it was lesser restoration yes all right lesser restoration dimble continues to just kind of snooze away nothing really seems 
to happen. Okay. All right. So that would give me the idea that lesser restoration is not powerful enough for whatever. Mm, Arvine would try to wake him up just to see if there's anything different. Uh, Does he seem as out of it when he... Does he even stir? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. You try to rouse him and no matter what you try it doesn't he doesn't seem to come out of his out of his sleep i mean he's he seems like he's fine as far as you know he's breathing and he's dreaming but he, he doesn't he doesn't actually leave rem sleep whatever the, the dream he's in he doesn't leave it no matter uh, no matter what you do to try to get him to to wake up okay. mm. whatever i'm bored let him sleep off his drunken stupor and then get back to the forge. I do believe we're going to have to probably go to the source. Maybe um, well, trying maybe. to do something about the seller of these pies might wonder, uh, be the best plan. Well, I wonder if the temple would have anybody with the resources to figure out what's going on. Why are you so obsessed with these pies? They're pies. People they're, like the They're pie. taking all your business away, Strax. The werewolves so will have a one-time reward. More about it if I were you. They're taking your money out of your pocket. Sarah, uh, Matisse tried lesser restoration and Dimble is just sleeping away. Can I shock him out of it? <laughs> <laughs> you can try. You're going to hurt him. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know how many uh, hit points he yeah, has. I'm going to have to make it up. Electrocutes. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go chase werewolves, Strax, then I mean, we might want to rest and, and go tomorrow just so Matisse is at full resources. But I don't know. Um, it just seems to me the, the werewolves are kind of a more. Pressing concern. And you don't think these pies are pressing? I mean, profitable. He means not pressing. Well, well, profitable versus fighting werewolves need supplies. Right, but how much money are we losing month to month if we, you know, don't deal with short-term profits over long-term losses? We can deal with the long-term losses. you're talking about silver meta level distracts know that silver is a thing for werewolves um i guess i mean i think it would be fairly common knowledge but if you want to make a you know, intelligence roll on that i can yeah yeah make an intelligence roll uh, it would probably affect how we prepare to go after werewolves anything in particular like an arcana or nature maybe nature um yeah i guess you could do nature Nine. Nope, you have no idea. Really? Okay. Well, we'll still need weapons. Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, I read up on werewolves and do, do like arcana knowledge, whatever? <laughs> if we think we're going to hunt some, whatever you would do to prepare. So I don't know. Whatever. That, take mm. your pick. Investigate the pies. Kill werewolves. They're... <laughs> doesn't really matter to me, I suppose. If you wanna if you wanna go to one of the libraries, Sarah, if you want Jenny to go there and maybe do some research on werewolves, you can make a investigation check with uh, advantage. I like puppies, I wanna know more. <laughs> <laughs> investigation with advantage, you said? Yeah. Correct. 
19. 19. Okay. Well, you definitely, you already know this, but you know that they can infect people with um, lycanthropy, which would turn them into werewolves, which you already know that because you went to the temple with Arvine. Uh, in addition to that, um, you would be able to get with that role that they are uh, vulnerable to silver weapons. Uh, it talks about basically the cycles of the moon, although it is believed, it is not proven, but it is believed that there are werewolves that can affect the change regardless of the cycle of the moon. Oh boy. But, but more common, it happens as a result of the cycle of the moon. But it's believed that maybe some of them, it's, it's rumored that some of them can control the change at any time. Well, there's no moon here, so that must be this one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we know our weapons work against them. I think she's smart enough to put that together. But maybe not. I mean, you know, you guys said she has no brain, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know our weapons work against them. And there is a reward to get to get them taken care of. That seems like a pretty quick cash to me. Yeah, it was a thousand gold pieces for. Yeah, but hey, if you want to go, that's gonna more than make pies, up for our lost profits. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay go with going after the werewolf to, problem for now. We can too. we can come back to the pastries later if need be. Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, and you Jean, guys, Janie tucks the pastry into her pocket for now. Okay. Uh, that Mat- Matisse has. <laughs> She's not parting with God, it. They're no fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so right now, you want to stop and get a pie on our way to go see the werewolves. Brother, again. I want a pie. <laughs> we'll get a pie. These sound amazing. Okay, you think you're gonna have to wait about like an uh, hour and a half, yeah. maybe, to get to get to, to get this pastry? Yeah, there's a giant line there. Werewolves first, Janie. Then, then you can try a pie. <laughs> I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just saying there's a big line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you going for pastry or are you going for were- for werewolves I'd go werewolves Arvine's a buzzkill so I guess we're going to werewolves <laughs> <laughs> you should get the pies and feed them to the Thank werewolves you. see I've been ah! saying that all along <laughs> Arvine is a buzzkill <laughs> totally <laughs> Arvine came from a kind of a, a soldier city watch kind of background. And she is what she is. <laughs> we were playing soldiers too. <laughs> Retired. Chaotic soldiers. <laughs> very okay. different. Yeah. Still very regimented. Have you ever seen the legions of the hobgoblins marching in formation? Oh, that is a I'm sight just to saying, Very Stra- scary. Strapsy here was really, really important back in the day. <laughs> had my own company and everything until I went and blowed it all up yeah well um, we're never, nobody's perfect we'll see if we ever end up back on your world <laughs> or not I'm guessing that might not be a good thing if we were back on your world though yeah there's nothing back there for you anyway okay so you want to pause nice. till, till Greg comes back um we are, we have to wait for Greg to get to get back. Okay. Greg, are you pooping? Oh, Greg, are you pooping? Wow. <laughs> it's different. Hi, Mari. 
He's a pupper. Hey, buddy. Are you good, bud? He's like, you left me all alone today, Mom. You're okay, so, so mean. So, Greg, Greg, uh, <laughs> people were, uh, Arvine and Strax were voting for going to um, fight the werewolves. Oh. And, and put the pies on hold for now. Because so, there's werewolves. Um, Strax's uh, motivation on that is... Uh, that there's an that there's a reward for taking out the werewolves, and that's some immediate cash in pocket, and then we can worry about the pies if you want to worry about the pies. So, well, I mean, it's there, a democracy, there, so in spite yeah. of what I think, I believe we're going to fight the werewolves. So, well, I think Janie <laughs> wants to go for the pastries. So, so I yeah, think it's, I think it's two versus two. Oh, so what? So what? SDO one and DHD eight. <laughs> <laughs> the droids the droids have to break the tie. <laughs> yeah. You, but there's you, you, two of them, so they could tie it back up again. That's true. That's true. Well well, well. What does Earl think? <laughs> I mean he's back at the forge if you want to go talk he to just, him. He just picks things up and puts them down. Whatever. <laughs> Earl! Uh, <laughs> so half the party I mean, wants to go I mean, fight worlds, half the party wants to do pies. All right. I mean, if you're right, worried about people's health, then the werewolves are actively killing people. Yeah, so I, I mean, so, Arvine yeah. kind of has a beef with that from being infected with lycanthropy, too, I will admit. <laughs> yeah. Lycanthropy. Right. Lycanthropy. Whatever. It seems like we need to Whatever deal with cleric. the present Kate, Kate has issue. a tendency to put the wrong emphasis on it's the wrong syllable. <laughs> so I guess why don't we go ahead and fight the werewolves? That that does make sense that we might be a little cash-strapped, so... You guys since... are going to have to drag me by the back of my shirt because I'm still going after pies. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Strax is used to doing that. <laughs> Okay, so I, I wrote this kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to It just to took the... us a long time to make a choice. No, it's fine. No, I, us? I, no, we never yeah. do that. I was kind of hoping you guys would, would like, like do a bunch of stuff, just kind of go around and talk to people and do some different things, because, yeah. you know, that, that's... We haven't been role-playing a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, part I mean... Of, it's part of the fun, it's just to kind of improvise, and, and when you guys throw stuff, like, I didn't think you were going to go to the Star Runner, so when, when, you, when, I, when you mentioned an alchemist, I'm like, oh... They can go talk to you know, Neville. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, we I, uh, speaking of going to speak to people, we probably should check in with said elves that are being hounded by said werewolves. Oh, yeah. Oh, get an I idea like of the lay of the Let's land. See the elves. Elves. Yay. That'd be cool. <laughs> the uh, the the posts that you've seen up all around the rock uh, indicate that basically all you have to do is go to one of the entrances to to the elven forest mm-hmm. and tell them what you're there for and then they'll let you in so we are going off to the werewolf portion of the choose your own adventure <laughs> so let's see please turn to page 46 <laughs> your player's <laughs> uh, perhaps the most beautiful place on the rock of brawl is the elven forest as the elven center of brawl the forest is a mystical grove of birch laurel ash and oak some of the trees are hundreds of years old, which seems to contradict the known history of the rock. There is an odd silvery shadow beneath the eaves of the wood that seems to wall off the elven district as surely as any fence of iron. Elves in shining mail stand guard at the various entrances to the forest. So you go to the entrance and you're greeted by a couple of elves. 
and they they don't bar your way, but they ask you what your business is. We're here to take care of your wolf problem. One of them says, you may pass. Thank you. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as you move into the forest, uh, it is eerily silent. The forest is thick and dense with trees. You do not hear the sound of wind blowing through the trees because there is no wind on an asteroid. There are no rumbles of thunder in the distance as there is no weather on Brawl. Animal life is very limited due to the nature of the environment surrounding the forest. After 15 minutes in the forest, you recognize the sound of howling in the distance. It seems to be coming from all around you. You can't seem to pinpoint it. The howling gets louder and louder as the werewolves appear to be closing in fast. The howling stops, uh, and for a moment, the silence is deafening. Suddenly, large, muscular, fur-covered shapes launch at you from the nearby trees in all directions surrounding the party. Roll initiative. Yep. <laughs> Dive right into it. <laughs> Not bad. Initiative. I need some initiative dice here. Let's do this here. This here. Okay. Why can't I roll initiative for shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 23, 19, 8. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for my guys. Oh, I still have an inspiration. Janie. Eight. <laughs> Eight. And Matisse. Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> you sound a little more excited there, Greg. Hmm? You oh, sound I'm, a little more excited. I, was I just rolled an eight, and you rolled a 17, you're like, 17. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was distracted. Nine better than me. <laughs> Uh, distraction. What is your initiative? 19. 19. <laughs> and is, is Avine way up there at the top? 21. <laughs> oh, okay. I should try to use that. <laughs> I rolled the different dice, too. <laughs> you should try to use that, Greg. I rolled the big monster blue dice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Monster blue what? Blue dice. Oh, okay. Oh, well. So we have uh, Arvine, Strax, Matisse, Janie, puppies. Oh, <laughs> oh the puppies oh, rolled bad. You're so good. <laughs> Janie's right. happy for that. How many puppies we got? Um, there are four of them. Four puppies. So far. Yep. yep. They seem to be using this pack tactic and they all kind of jump out from the woods and, and, and surrounding you in a circle. So um, they they basically square off which, with each of the uh, uh, human, well humanoid, not not the uh, artificial uh, beings, not 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 the constructs. They don't really square off with them. They go after the living, breathing things that have blood in them and muscle and bone. Steal you get in front. Okay. <laughs> so Arvine, you've you've got you've got one right in your face there. Oh, okay. 
let's see here. So I will bust out two laser swords uh, and swing on the one. I, I assumed you were walking face. through there with them out. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and I can draw them. Turn them on. Oh, we wouldn't uh, draw yeah. our swords when we so, were doing forest of were- werewolves. Right, right. Yes. Werewolves. <laughs> anyway, swing with the werewolves. laser swords. Oh, too much avatar, sir. Right. How did I get that? That's God's good grief. <laughs> I actually, I actually got, got it caught under the table runner. That's super weird. Good job, honey. Ugh. Well, I probably missed with that one. Uh, that would be only AC 10 to hit. Let's try that again. AC 10 to hit. That uh, misses. Yeah. So we'll do extra attack. Just swing the laser sword and it moves out of the way. Okay, a little bit better. Uh, AC, let's see here, 15 to hit. Come back on the back swing and you hit it with the laser sword. Okay, so that is, let's see here, 13. Max damage, 13 force damage. 13 force damage, okay. So... Okay. Okay. So when you hit it with the laser sword... You see that the wound is more severe right at the point of impact. And as you pull the laser sword away, it seems to almost instantly heal some of the damage that was caused from the blow. Huh. And you also notice that based on the the combat that you had a couple of months ago during the conjunction, that these four werewolves seem to be larger let's not waste time silvering weapons they say that's just waiting for killing more people they say (laughs) (laughs) i didn't say jack shit right well it's a a magic weapon so i mean arvin knows enough to know that usually magic weapons are more potent uh but if they're they're healing they're just tougher so anyway she would swing with the offhand sword no hesitation there critical Critical. Critical. We like criticals. So, so the the weapons that people are using, um, I think I think everybody is using magic weapons. Am I correct? Jane's using fire. I'm using me. Fire. You have two two magical laser swords there, Arvin. The other laser sword is just a normal laser sword with force damage, which is magical damage. But I don't know. Well, no, it, that, that's tight. It, it, it's, it's not magical damage, honey. Okay. Um, so, so you are. This is your third attack. Yep. And is this with the offhand? This is the offhand, so it is a normal laser sword. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So go ahead. So I'm, I'm just keeping track. It is so critical. Critical. So yeah. it is 15 force damage. 15 force damage. Okay. You know, in retrospect, I wonder if I could even, if I even could silver. A laser sword. Your sword? I don't think so. I mean, how do you silver a laser? <laughs> you yeah, I didn't know. I, I did consider asking one. the question if you could silver a laser sword. I just didn't even think it was mechanically possible, so I didn't ask. No, you can't silver That's a laser a, sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I considered si- silvering katanas, but that would have taken more time. So, yeah. Excuse me. Okay. So, yeah, uh, she kind of yells at the others, like, they're regenerating! Okay. And just kind of you know, keeps herself closed in the group with everybody. 
And then that was Arvine, our Asimar fighter. Now we go to Strax, Hobgoblin Artificer, and his two constructs. Hey, Chris, okay. did it look like that final weapon did normal damage, or did it look like it did less damage? It, it did not have a full effect on it, no. Okay. So I should say they're regenerating, and they need, they, they're resistant to magic weapons, or non-magic weapons. <laughs> Something. Use magic That's weapons. That's kind of we'll an assumption, but okay. Right. <laughs> Strax. Okay. Uh, flip that. Nice little switch on my uh, little uh, crossbow. The bolt in it uh, glows a white light, and I shoot the one that Arvine was hitting. At. Okay, so this is a magical bolt with a magical uh, effect on is, it. Yeah, yep, uh, that is uh, using uh, uh, branding smite, which on hit gives you an extra two six and but uh, AC twelve. Twelve. Okay. Uh, 12 does hit. Does hit. Okay. Good, because I rolled well. A grand total of <laughs> 16 damage. Uh, 6 uh, magical piercing and 4 radiant. Okay. Or the 10 radiant, sorry. Okay, the bolt hits, and this is this is blast of, of energy as it hits. And I get a shot number 2. Shot number 2. Number 2. It's for AC more. AC more. Um, oh wait, yeah, I forgot to add. Four, I've got to add an extra, another four damage uh, to my to the last hit. Um, Noted. So six total for this. Okay. Oh, six, six in addition to the four. Yeah. This this hit was six, and on the last one, I forgot to add my plus four for my okay dex bonus. <laughs> got it. So pew pew pew, three shots. One of which has a has a two shots. burst of magical energy. I'm nope. oh, sorry, two shots. Gotcha. I'm a stickler for details. I'm sorry. And okay. then uh, the droids uh, are dodging. The droids droids are dodging. Um, though, uh, I mean, I don't know it's all than mine. It's so hard to say. I don't suppose I could like move them in to be a little bit more interfering. But, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> SDO one will just position himself near Janie. Okay, that's fine. So then we move on to uh, Matisse, our diva paladin. All right, I'm gonna try something. I'm not sure how this is going to work. But... Don't do it. It's gonna suck. Uh... That's what I always do. <laughs> it usually ends up sucking, but sometimes I'm gonna it comes try out really awesome. casting moonbeam. Moonbeam. Okay. You, um, you, you tell me what. Tell me what I gotta do. Okay. Make it a, save <laughs> a shape changer makes a saving throw with disadvantage. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. Uh, on each of your turns after you cast a spell, you can use any uh, use an action to move it, uh, move the beam up sixty feet in any direction. So when a creature enters spells area for the first time on a turn or turns or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in a ghost in ghostly flames that cause searing pain and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. And it's a 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. And Actually, Greg, there's a relevant wording there about shape changers that you need to share. He did. 
he did. Oh, he did. He okay. I, my, my headset cut out, so I didn't hear half of what he said. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's, yeah. Okay. So, it's a saving throw, right? Yes. Uh, it's spell DC 13. Constitution save. Okay. Yeah. Constitution saving throw. Out of game, I feel like these guys might have a good constitution, but we'll see. <laughs> well, if they're making the save with disadvantage, if they're shape changers, I don't know if they are, but. Eh. On save. Here we go. What was a natural 20? Mm. But unfortunately, disadvantage. <laughs> uh, the other one is a total of seven. Oh. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Yeah. Geez. Okay. So he takes the Extra. damage, which two is two d ten, Greg. Yes. Roll it up. Uh, so that's a nice. level two spell slot. Yeah. I'm using. Okay. Mark it off in D and D Beyond. Who did not okay, sponsor us? Which but I did. So two d ten. Two d ten. I totally uh, uh, want to run uh, one of the little stories that just came out. The, oh, little spells. The like Candlekeep ones. Yeah. The Candlekeep nice. mysteries. Please, please do. I would love to play in it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to run some. We will make them into one shots. I, awesome. I very much enjoyed DMing. <laughs> good, good. It was fun. <laughs> okay, two D ten. Two D ten from his moonbeam hits Big this money. Big money. All right, so <laughs> it is. Now I don't add my um, what you call it to. It's just whatever to spell. It's just straight damage. Just what okay, so it's going to be eleven. 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 Okay, so this this beam of, of moonlight comes shining down through the trees, and it, d- despite the thickness of the canopy, it seems to find its way down um, through to the ground, and it washes over this werewolf that's in front of Matisse, and it howls out in pain, and there's like this this sort of like misty fog that's just to come off of it, and you start to hear like bone crunching and, and tendons tearing and you see the person um, you, see, you see the creature turn into a person it reverts back into its human form and it's on the ground naked and hurt and in pain uh, kill him. he's a brilliant werewolf in London they're more vulnerable in their human form yeah take it down okay so I assume that was an action to cast that there Greg yes okay so, uh, let's see. That was an action. Do you have? Um, I have a bonus action. Bonus action shenanigans. Okay, so I'm going to attack. No, 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 no. No, I no. can't. You can only do bonus action attacks if you take the attack action. Okay, so what can I do? I guess can I cast that again? No, no. You only have one action. action per turn, Greg. So yeah, you just use your action. You only get one action. Yeah. It's not yeah, unusual you, when you cast a spell to not have anything to do with it. You don't that. have much. The only bonus action you have that I know of, Greg, is is your Misty Step, and that would be another spell, and you can't cast two spells on All right. one turn. So I guess I'm just uh, yeah. stationaries. Okay. So then we're going to move on to... to... Gang up on the Crunchy while he's down, though. Uh, Janie, our Kalashdar Sorceress, Wild Mage. Are we kind of in the center and circled by Correct. these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Correct, yep. Um, 
If I cast something with a 30-foot radius, how many of them could I get without hitting one of us? 30-foot radius? Um, you, could cast, you could get all of them if you cast it on us. You don't want me to cast it on us. <laughs> well, do we want a fireball? It's not a fireball, but we don't want me to cast it on us. <laughs> it's a, I, know, I, know we're, I know we're theater of the mind, but I want to actually look at uh, one of my the little template. Uh, you could here. probably get it, maybe two or three, depending on how it's shaped. Yeah. Well, it's a spear, <laughs> you know, 30-foot radius. Yeah, I'm just thinking that 30-foot radius template has some pretty long straight sides on it with little jig jogs at the corners. It has a lot of jig jogs in it, honey, actually. Yeah. Jig so, jogs. Yeah. Um, in this situation, you can only get one. There's 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 three left out of the four. Well, I mean, there's the, the one that's on the ground doesn't look very threatening. So there's really three um, that are very threatening, and you can get one of them. really want to use this spell <laughs> but I don't think it's a good idea if I only hit one of them at a time yeah. I don't know if there's other threats in here that's true I mean it's concentration so I could always take it back down alright why the hell not <clears throat> so I'm gonna open up my fingers and a dim green light spreads out the 30 foot radius out you know I'm gonna put it. Is it is it from you, or do you choose a point? And then it... It's from a point. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna put it, you know, 30 feet away from me, so yep. it comes back, but without yep. hitting me. Yep. Um, it spreads around corners, and it lasts until the spell ends. Okay. When well, a creature is hiding out there in the woods. Sure. Yeah. So when a creature moves into the spell's area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there. That creature has to succeed on a constitution saving throw mm -hmm. or take 4d10 radiant damage, suffer one level of exhaustion, and oh. emit a dim greenish light in a five-foot radius. Okay. This light wow. makes it impossible for the creature to benefit from being invisible. And the light and any levels of exhaustion caused by the spell go away when the spell ends. What's the name of the spell, oh. sir? Uh, this is Sickening Radiance. Sickening Radiance. Okay. Totally sick. Okay. That's radiant. The very zany, Janey appropriate spell. That's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I thought I'd try something new. Right? Go That's for cool. it. That's cool. Uh, it does sound pretty awesome. <laughs> so, Constitution saving throw, please, my friend. Oh, Constitution start of its turn. <laughs> right. Oh, on its on its turn. On its yes. turn. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to do? Um. I just cast a spell, so. Right. See, glowing uh, green fog. And you guys do. were freaking out about it a couple of months ago. I tell and of you, of course, I roll a fucking nineteen happen. on my wild surge dice. <laughs> the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> that will be my turn. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, you, you it, was, it was like the sickening green cloud. Yes, it's a sickening green cloud. Okay, so it, so it envelops the the werewolf in front of you, and it starts to uh, starts to breathe in that, that the vapors and you said constitution save. Yes. Breathing in the chemical. Breathing out, singing like I'm that group. Oh. You know who? That's a natural one. It's not an auto fail, but it's still so low that I'm sure it doesn't pass. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> pass. My con save is fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> so four d ten radiant. <laughs> nice, Jeannie. <laughs> 
it's a pretty, it's a fourth level spell, so. Uh-huh. It stays up for your for your concentration. Ooh, I've mm-hmm. got two sixes and a ten. <laughs> nice. So 12, 13, 23. Yeah. Twenty-three. <laughs> and, um, and it's concentration it... up to ten minutes. Okay. And that was poison damage, I assume? Uh radiant damage, actually. Oh radiant. Oh, okay, that's cool. Nice. And it suffers a level of exhaustion. And it emits a dim, dim greenish light. Okay. Does the fact that it emits light, it doesn't say that it has... Oh, no. The, the it reason says why that the light there. makes it impossible for it right. to be invisible. Okay. So it doesn't give it, like, disadvantage or... You know. No, but if you were fighting ghosts or specters or something that was invisible, they would all light up, which is, which yeah. is pretty cool. Okay. It's pretty right. cool spell, eh? So, <laughs> so that sickening um, green fog gets in, gets into its lungs and it, and it breathes in it. And, like, you see, like parts of its eyes start to glow but but not in a good way it, it's like taking this racking pain from the inside and uh, it howls out as it takes the pain and then starts to glow okay so this is at the start of their turn so that one is going to lash back out at you in anger at this at this new uncomfortable sensation that it has the steel one's going to take exception to that okay the steel (laughs) defender a steel one tries to impose disadvantage so uh starts with a bite disadvantage of the bites okay so ac 12 does that does that get you that misses probably not okay yep sd1 um bites onto the world's leg and causes it to miss uh then it's going to take the claw attack which is a regular attack that is going to be AC 22. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> Ouch, though. At least it's not the bite. Yeah. All right, so from the claw, you take uh, 14 slashing. Oh. Ouchie. Not dead yet. <laughs> Hope not. And then... Uh, Strax, there's one in front of you. So it's going to try to bite your head off. (laughs) So here we go. Bite attack on Strax. Oh, another natural one. All right. Ah. Then I'm going to try the claw. I thought in his general direction. The claw. Wow, another natural one. Holy oh. shit, you need to fire those dice. <laughs> that was two different dice. Wow. Uh, okay, Arvian. Have, uh, have, have you ever bite. done this before? Yeah. <laughs> bite on Arvian. Uh, that is AC 13. Probably not going to get through. Yep. Okay. You move out of the way of that one. Arvian, and Arvian is super cautious of the teeth. <laughs> She's jaded. It's, it swipes back at you with the claw after missing with the bite. Uh, AC 14. Missed. Does not have purchase. Okay. And then uh, Matisse, the, the, the guy on the ground in front of you, uh, the naked guy on the ground, he he kind of looks up at you and he says, where, where am I? Who are you? What is, what is this place? You were attacking us a moment ago, so it would seem that you're under someone's spell. And I ended that spell. Okay, he, uh, 
He basically just kind of sits there cowering on the ground, kind of looking scared, like he doesn't know what to do. Uh, and then we're going to go back up the top of the round to Arvine, SMR uh, fire. Yes. Okay. Uh, that moonbeam spell has a start of turn effect. Oh, no. Oh, is it... Is it only start a turn? I don't think. It's, I don't think so. I can move it's it on each of my turns. Enters the spells area for the first time, or on a turn, or starts its turn there. Yeah. It is engulfed in ghostly flames that can cause it searing pain. Okay, so so he started his turn in it. Oh, oh so he's no. oh. although I, I think it wasn't supposed to have the effect at cast time though. Well, he entered it for the first time. Yeah. I guess. Oh, started his turn there. Yeah, I guess that that really was. It, it should have been just now that all that happened. But, okay, but, so it, sh- yeah. it should have only been at the start of his turn. Yeah. Okay, so so basically, all the stuff that happened that brought him to this point just yeah. happened just now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But okay. my point is, at the start of his next turn, he's still in the light. Okay. So so he he crawls out of the light. He he, he gets up and he moves away. He's kind of covering but, his covering his private parts. Right. <laughs> uh, but does he revert? It doesn't seem to. Okay. He just kind of he just kind of moves away. He's he, he's a little bit burnt from from the from the energy. Yeah. You can see you can see he has wounds on his skin. That's he, pretty he, sweet. He moves out of the way and he, he kind of just he, he walks like thirty feet and then kind of uh, sits up against a tree, sits down. Yeah. Okay. And you can move it with your action on your future turns, Matisse. That's awesome. That was a great call. So Arvine, Asmar fighter. All too. right. Well, Arvine's just going to keep wailing away on the front one in front of her. Okay. All right. So, magical laser sword. AC 14 to hit. Yes, that, that definitely connects. Okay. AC 14 uh, for, let's see here, seven magical force damage. Okay. Extra attack. Uh, AC 14 to hit again. That's the same weapon? Yep. Yeah, yeah. This is extra attack with the same weapon. And then uh, once again, seven. (laughs) Magical. (laughs) Not the best damage rolls, but whatever. Uh, And she's going to go offhand with the normal laser sword because any damage is better than no damage. Uh, It hits her AC a lot more. Okay. And that hits for seven non-magical force damage. Okay. Definitely doesn't seem to and have says, a lot of uh, a lot of effect on it. And she says, "Awesome, Matisse, get the others." <laughs> okay, and then that's it. All right, Strax, Hobgoblin Artificer. Uh, well, pew pew pew. He's not going to power it up, but he will take a shot. Okay, so some magical crossbow bolts. Fire still going after the one that's on Larvine to focus damage. Fire missile number one. Hand crossbow. Uh, AC nine. Nine. Good. It ducks out of the way. Fire number two. AC much better. Uh, Twenty-five. Twenty-five. That hits. Uh, which which one were you shooting at? Uh, the one that's attacking Arvine. On Arvine. Okay. The one that Arvine's been after. Yeah. For nine damage. Nine. Uh, nine. And my bonus action attack. You're doing that last turn too. Uh, no, last turn I used the um, uh, uh, branding smite. I'm not doing it using that this time. No, were you attacking the same target last turn? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Because he's, quote, focusing damage. Right. Uh, I'll let you finish mapping. Okay, go ahead. HD 23. That hits. Seven. Seven. Okay, so that one is bloodied. Unless it's half in hit points. So, pew, pew, pew. Magical crossbow. Magical hand crossbow, I should say. And then the the droids are doing the same as usual. Uh, droids, uh, second verse, same as the first. Yep. Okay. And then we go to Matisse, Steve, the Paladin. Okay, so I'm going to move that light, and I can move it up to 60 feet in any direction. Okay. So are you going to put it on Strax's or Matisse's or, or uh, Janie's? Um, I would probably focus it on the one that is off near Janie, I think. Okay. So that is a concept. Yes. You're so protective of me. <laughs> uh, you got disadvantage because it's a shapeshifter. On its turn. On its turn. Oh, sorry. On its turn. Yeah. Right, so so you so you move the movement over there. Uh, it seems to recoil, but it doesn't do anything right at this very moment. <laughs> Wait six uh, seconds. <laughs> so uh, then we go to Janie. You see this? Mm. You see this world in front of you shine in moonlight. <laughs> Ooh, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna get some darts going from my fingers, and since we've been focusing on our beans. I'll send them at our beans. Uh, right. So five darts. Here we come. Pew, 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 pew. Okay, so pew. that was pew, 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 pew. another level two spell. Pew. One, two, three, four, five. Um, it doesn't count as another spell. Oh, okay. It's, it's just same, same use. Got it. Yeah. As long as you can maintain concentration. As long as you keep concentration. Ooh, that's a shitty roll. <clears throat> One, two, three. See, I'm not usually the caster, so it's Plus weird five. for me. So that's uh, going to be 15. I will walk into it. 15 from Magic Missile. Magic Missile. And I rolled an 18. <laughs> You're fired. So no wild surge. No wild surge. Magic Missile's come out and hit this world that's already lit up by the moonbeam. Seems very disoriented. No, Doesn't no, no. I went, I went on the one after on our beam. Beam. Oh, Arvian, sorry. Not the one in front of me. Yeah, the one that's in front of me. Yeah, I did mark it on the sheet, right? I just said it wrong. <laughs> okay, just making sure. <laughs> excuses, excuses. Just okay. want to make sure you're mapping right. The one in front of Arvian. Bam, bam, bam. Gets hit with missiles. His and buddy. His buddy. Then I think he was already bloody. It's already bloody. Yes. Oh, I didn't pay attention. Is it staying bloodied? Is it getting yeah. unbloodied? Is it staying bloody? It is unbloodied. It is unbloodied now. <laughs> it is unbloodied. Oh, well, okay. It is re-bloodied. Uh, uh, okay, so then the werewolves go. So this one yeah. in front of Janie has the moonbeam on it. Yep. And, uh, I'll keep that same roll, which which means that he failed, Greg. Okay. Uh, it's going to be six for that one. Six. Very moonbeams, okay. But it detransferred. Again, so. the moonbeam... Yeah comes down through this thick canopy of trees um, washing over this this werewolf and it starts to kind of seem to burn up on smoke and then you hear the transformation noise as, as it turns back into a human. Nice. Um, this 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 human, though, 
does not seem to be scared or repentant in any way. Uh oh. The, mm. Oh boy. This one, this this human is sort of standing there, you know, just buck ass naked, you know, looking at you, out, probably, and and, and kind of <laughs> in like in front of me, in front of Janie, in front of, in front Janie's of Janie. dude. Oh, oh my. No. <laughs> Sorry. This particular this particular human he he looks very uh, psychotic. His eyes are kind of wild, and, and and his and his hands are sort of um, formed like claws, and he, he just seems like he's kind of wild and manic. Perfect mm. guy for Janie. <laughs> <laughs> does he move out of the moonbeam though? Of course. Uh, he does sort of like step around, um, just just to one side of Janie, sort of out of the way. Um, well, actually, SDO one is there. So yeah, so he tries to move out of the way. So if so, oh no, SDO one can't take a, can't take a reaction. Uh, no, he can't. Okay. So I mean, he just he just moves on the other side of Janie, sort of away from SDO one, but it's not really going to stop SDO one from being able to impose. <clears throat> but he moves out of the sunbeam. Uh, sorry, out of the moonbeam. <laughs> so that is that one and that one. So we have one on Strax and Arvine. Uh, Greg, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The wording of the spell: once they're out of the moonbeam, they can revert. They can. They can. It doesn't say anything. In Janie, there about... is your is your effect on the one in front of you? Yes. Okay, so uh, it has, so it's in the cloud as well. It's in the. Hey John, I'll chat you. So it also has to make a save against your thing too, right? Um. Well, it was already in the cloud. Hold on. Right. The only thing it says is that. Uh, it can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. So okay, so he could possibly retransform. Yeah, if um, if he has whatever mechanic he needs to do right. it, if he can control it. So yeah, when the creature moves into the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, okay, so it'll take four more d10s. So the one in front of you takes all that damage. Okay. So I guess it's whether you think he can move out of the cloud as well. Well, if, if it says he starts his turn there, then he'll take it a second time. Oh, that's true, because yeah. he didn't move out of it. And right. he had already oh, taken one level of exhaustion, too, which is cool. Which yeah. like Two so, levels of exhaustion. Well, wow. first, let's see if he makes the constitution saving throw. There's a constitution right. saving throw. Uh, that is probably not enough. No, uh, he got a 10. Nope, not enough. So another level of exhaustion. And four, eight, okay. plus ten is eighteen radiant damage. And his exhaustion damage. means he has disadvantage on ability checks, and his speed is halved. Uh, his speed is zero because he's dead. Oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so the radiant, the radiant light, uh, or the uh, the moonbeam, transforms. This werewolf back into a into a very a human. manic, crazy-looking human oh, who then no. dies in the cloud. <laughs> wow! Damn! Brutal! <laughs> Tag team moonbeam. <laughs> okay, so then we have one in front of Strax and one in front of Arvine. So let's see. Let's start with Arvine. We'll do with the bite. SDO one is not close enough, is he? No. Oh. That's still only AC 14, though. That'll miss. And then for the claw, uh, AC 16. 
Miss. Miss. It's trying to get through your armor and it can't quite get through. And then we go to Strax with the bite. You see 13. Meh. Clangs off of your armor as well. And then for the claw. Ooh, you see way less. Okay. <laughs> miss uh, way more. Miss, miss way more. And then we go to Arvine Asimar Fighter. I gotta say, at least the one that I just killed didn't look like he was a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arvine is gonna keep willing on the one in front of her. Right. No, Peta can't move the cloud. Oh. Okay. Let's see. Oh, Underwave. Just... Boom! Throw him back into the glass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Irene's going to keep willing on the one in front of her. Critical. Oh my god. Critical with one of the magical ones? Yes. Okay. Critical with the magical laser okay. sword. Gotcha, gotcha. He's been Ooh, critical that's... rolling. <laughs> Oh, I rolled a one on my second damage die. Uh-huh. Oh, In your no. face. <laughs> I don't know why so she gets be... excited when she gets a critical. She always does that, right? <laughs> oh, so that'll be 11 magical force damage. 11. 11. Right 11. up to 11. Got All it. Right, again, that'll be uh, AC. Let's see here. 16 to hit. 16 does connect. For, let's see here. Eight magical force damage. Eight. Smashing the leg, smashing the arm. And then offhand, normal laser sword. Offhand, non-magical oh, laser sword. Oh, I think sword. that is probably going to miss. AC 10? AC 10. Managed to dodge that one. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we'll call that good. Strax. Oh. Strax is going to grapple the one in front of him and judo throw him into the cloud. You can do that, right? <laughs> Uh, technically, I mean, you shove technically, attack, right? You, there, well, there is shove and there is grapple, yeah. and it says you can move a grapple target. Although, because I don't really like those rules very much, <laughs> I, I, I have modified them slightly. Which oh, is that? All right, fine. It's too complicated. I'll just shoot the other one. He just likes watching them burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just made a rule, basically a house rule which I should actually write down somewhere, that if, if the creature is larger than you and you try to move it when you have it grappled, you have to make a contested strength check to move it. Mm. Whereas basically what the rules say is that is that if you grapple if you grapple something that's bigger than you, you can just drag it along with you. And I'm like, yeah, that right. No sense. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I mean, you might be able to, but you're going to have to fight the thing's strength. Yeah. Nah. Let's not make this complicated. Fire missile number one. Fire, Fire missile number one. Fire the missiles! 26 for 6. 26 for 6. This is still on our beans, right? Yep. Yay. 22 for 5. Minimum damage. There. All right. Takes a bolt in the shoulder and then one in the leg. And is he 10? 10. Right over shoulder. Oh, Oh, well. And um, SDO one, I am going to move over to me. Okay. Matisse, David Paladin, with, the, right. with the moon beam. So I move the moon beam again over. Uh, the one on me hasn't been hurt. The one on our over to the one that's on Strax. Okay. Go. All right, you guide that over there, and then it is Janie. 
Who's still left on the board? <laughs> uh, the one on me is currently ha- engulfed in a moonbeam, and the one on Arvine is... Is badly hurt. Kind of hurt, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh... Fire Z missiles! <laughs> <laughs> no, got a beverage. I'm still on a headset. Erp. Um, so Badger yeah, missiles. I guess uh, five more darts coming your way. Okay. Five so dots coming your way. Yeah. Okay. Dropping a bottle too, Chris. Ooh. Okay. Two. Ten plus five is fifteen again. Fifteen force. Fifteen force. And. And. And possibly a wizard. I will surge. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> turn, turn, turn. <laughs> Tell us the future that we would learn. Whatever it is. Okay. Okay, 89. I don't think I've had that one yet, so let's see. Your head explodes. Yay, werewolves. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why you gotta go there? <laughs> I become invisible for the next minute. During that time, other creatures can't hear me. And the invisibility ends if you attack or cast a spell. That's not that bad. You just can't attack or cast spells. Uh, I mean, you can action. Well, I've already got a spell down. out there, so. Yeah. No, it's just it's probably no, not can, worth using. I, 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 would, I would say I that you could yeah. you can concentrate on that and maintain yeah. it and not yeah. lose your yeah, not, not lose sweet. your invisibility. No, it, it doesn't say that she can't cast spells. She just says she loses her invisibility if you cast a spell. Yeah. Yes. I already have a spell cast. So. Correct. Right. I don't know what John's point is. We all knew that. I thought I, I thought I heard. I thought I heard you. Somebody was questioning whether or not she could cast it. Maybe I misheard. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> so you all set, Janie? I'm all set. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So the start of the werewolves turn, turn. into our missiles. Moonbeam. <laughs> Moonbeam. Constitution save a disadvantage. Uh, that is going to be a ten. That would be that will fail. Fail. It's thirteen, but that's still yeah. is thirteen is still a failure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, go ahead and do the damage, Greg. Uh, four. <laughs> four. Okay. But you still revert it. That's pretty sweet. Okay. So so again the 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 unsettling sounds of the transformation occur, and this time. There is this uh, young, beautiful, naked woman there with with long, dark hair, and she kind of um, covers herself up and sort of looks around and sees uh, who's who's she in front of. She's in front of Strax. Yeah. She's this hobgoblin in front of her <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a steel defender. Is she fuzzy? Huh? Is she fuzzy? <laughs> What areas are you wondering about? Uh, no, just, just in general. Is she like a fuzzy? Fire wow. down below. She's he's, a human, she's she's a human female. Okay, then Strax doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop beating him around the bush. you haven't noticed, Hobgoblin's like fuzzy things. <laughs> yeah. Like Earl. <laughs> Strax is Strax beating is around the Earl? bush. I wasn't aware of that. No, no, but I used to be a hobgoblin, and I like Earl. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bushy, am I? Okay, so so she so she's not panicky per se, 
but she's not threatening either. She, she is sort of covering herself up. She seems a little bit disoriented. Whereas the guy over by the tree seems like totally like he, he's totally kind of out of it. Like WTF, Mike. <laughs> um, so the other one uh, is, is facing Arvine down. She's going to try to take a, a, a bite out of Arvine. Does she, did she move out of the movie? Yeah, she did. Sorry, I keep forgetting that. She moves out of the moonbeam, yes. Okay. Nobody's going to keep tabs on you. All right. Oh, natural 20 on the bite. Oh, no. Oh. Son of a oh, gun. Oh, no. Not again. And SDO1's not there to give you this advantage anyway. So. Uh, the, the first two die rolls were, were, were minimum and next to minimum. So the next two dice rolls are... One is maximum. Uh, so, plus two to saving throw. Don't forget, in case you need it. So you take twenty-two points of piercing damage. Ooh. Yikes! And then a Constitution saving throw with uh, Diva, the with Matisse Diva, the Diva Paladins, plus two bonus. You said, Greg? Yes. Oh, Ooh, that's not wonderful. Uh-huh. You're gonna get like Anthony mm-hmm. again. Hang on. Hold, hold hang on. on, hold on, and don't tell her if it makes don't, it yet. Don't, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on. So. Can okay. I say what I rolled? You can say what you yes. rolled. Okay, so that is um, 7 plus 6 is 13 on its own. Okay. okay, I'm going to bend luck. Okay. Okay. Which means so, I'm spending two sorcery points, and I'm going to have you add 1d4 to your saving throw. Was okay. that counting the plus 2? She already added the plus that two. That was oh, including good. the plus two. Yeah, yeah it was a oh, five okay. on the die, Greg. Oh. Okay. Oh, I only rolled a one. All right, so 14. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Does uh, Strax have more shenanigans? Strax <laughs> got some shenanigans. Brother and sister are throwing all these bonuses <laughs> at Irene. <laughs> I shouted I, I at you. Maybe you can suck the curse out of the wound. Uh, <laughs> oh. 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 This Flash just got gives you real. plus four to the saving throw. Gives me plus what? Plus four. Okay, so that's an 18. Okay. Word. 18. I, I probably had it on the 14, but thank you, Strax. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. be sure. Fair enough. So, so you would rather be sure. You begin Fair to enough. feel the familiar <laughs> sensation of the lycanthropy trying to take hold, uh, but then you manage to fight it off with the help of Janie and Strax and Matisse and all their shenanigans. <laughs> Tag team effort. Nice. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> Ooh, there it is. Shenanigans. All right, that's going to try to claw you. <laughs> Natural 16. <laughs> is that the AC that it hits, or what's the actual? Uh, no, it hits. Hit? It, it hits twenty-three. Uh, oh. That that does hit. Yeah. Ouch, though. Okay, so let's see. Uh, six. Uh, so you take ten slashing. Ouch. Ow. Ow. At Ow. least you're not going to turn into a werewolf. Yeah. There. <laughs> silver linings. I'm, I'm not play bloody book. yet. If only we could tap the silver linings. Silver <laughs> linings. Right. Oh. <laughs> All right, Arvine, back up to you. Okay, uh, she's gonna <laughs> swing at the one that just hurt her so bad. Can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> Magical laser sword. Yep. That is oh, so close to being a critical. All right, uh, so that'll be for AC twenty-six to hit. 
Uh, for, let's see here, eight magical force damage. Okay, so, so it tries to lunge in to bite you again, and you stick your laser sword right down its throat, and then it falls over dead. Ah. Oh. She kind of pants and look at the others and says, thank you. <laughs> Are you telling me this is the first fight I haven't had to lay a hand on anything? You haven't had to touch anything? Dude, Greg, Moonbeam is amazing. That's awesome. I, yeah, and it, it, it lasts it for... Go ahead, distract. As I say, I mean that that basically uh, that was cool. That was the first time I ever. Yeah, I was going to say it's short. Wasn't going to say it shorted the fight, but uh, it lasts for a minute. So if, the, if you had any yeah. thought that we were going to get attacked again, I'd say you keep it there so that you can use it. But I don't know. Can Put it on the other, other party members, Greg, and see who burns. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> It'd be me. <laughs> All right, so I'm totally okay. shapeshifter. <laughs> shapeshifter. Mm. Shapeshifter. <laughs> Have another uh, cider, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with these two? Kill them? Uh, Irene stares down, I guess. Do you have any exposition, Chris, at the end of the fight? Well, there's there's the I one mean, there's the one uh, naked man who is by the tree, and he yeah, seems kind of know. nervous and scared. There is the, there's the naked woman uh, who is sort of standing off to the side, and, and she looks a little bit... Uh, concerned. She's sort of looking at all of you to see what you're going to do. She doesn't quite know uh, if she's still in danger or not. Irving kind of stares at, like discounts the man because he looks scared and looks at the woman and says, you know, where, where are the two of you from? What's your story? She's kind of looking back and forth between the two of them. She's more focused on the woman, though. Um, she says, uh, <laughs> this is, is, is this, this is Barovia, isn't it? Uh, I'm afraid not. Oh, I think, I mean, mean, we think it was. We might have been. Yeah, we've been Uh, there. People on the outside have been calling this the conjunction, but the, the, you know, the place we hail from is called the rock of brawl. And this forest is part of the rock. Uh, She says, I, I, I don't recognize these woods. The, the, the weird silvery shadows from the trees. It, It doesn't look like Barovia. You're saying, this place is called the the rock of what? Of brawl. Uh, of, of of brawl. Is well, that yeah. she might turn back into a wolf at any time? Do we kill well, her or not? No, I think we. Uh, she are, says are, no. She says no, 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 no. That that is that is that is once a month. Are are during, you during the cycle of the moon? You and your accomplice. There is no are, moon. Are you, are you like this by choice? There there is no moon here, so I don't know if you would turn back. The, how how can there be no moon? It's complicated. It's a long story, but this world ha- has no moon. Let's take her to the church and get them cleansed. I, I mean, I, I can offer for your friend and you, if you wish to be cured of this, that we, we have a place that can do that for you. Or we can take him to Luigi's and get him a drink. That's what I could use. I, that's also valid. Are, are you are going there... non-fuzzy on us? <laughs> no, I just want a drink. I guess I kind of ra- raise an eyebrow and look reward. at the woman and, and say, uh, you know, we were here to stop the, the killing in the woods. Are, are there others like you here? Um, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I, 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 don't, I don't really know. Um, I, I was at my home and then I was, I was taken over by, by, by the curse. Okay. And then I found myself here. Do you wish to have the curse Let's... removed? Do you uh, wish to have the curse? If, Whether if, we do or not, we got to take her to the to the yeah. church anyway. Somebody's got to deal yeah. with her. If, if there is a way for that to be done, then then yes, yeah. of course. And I look at the man and say, and and you too. 
uh, he's, he's kind of like huddling and, and, he, and he's nervous and he says, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, yes. If, 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 um, okay. if, if there's some way to get rid of it, then, 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 then yes, of, of, of course. Yes. Okay. Well, come with us. Uh, let's see. Do I, I probably have like a sleeping roll or something like an extra piece of fabric in my pack and I just <laughs> give okay. it to one of them to cover Traveler's up with. Clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're, so, you're, you you concern yourself with the strangest things. Let's just go. So 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 you give them both some kind of a partial covering at least. Yep. Um, <laughs> pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> Very mature, Sarah. <laughs> do I, do I have to draw the penis? Yeah, my middle name, mature. <laughs> um, okay, so so it took you about. 15 minutes of walking before you were attacked. Um, and basically the, the elven forest, it's not like really big. I mean, you're basically like right in the middle of it. So if you were to say, walk out of the forest in the opposite direction that you came, you could basically cover the entire length of the forest. If you were interested in trying to f- see if there are more werewolves in an area that maybe you hadn't covered, or yeah, do you yeah. just, do you just yeah. want to go back the way you came? I, and I, no, we do need to finish the, well, we we got to be thorough. I, I kind of turn to the, the other two out. and say, Whatever. you know, can, uh, you know, can we tour the rest of the forest if we find more tour. creatures? Can you can you keep yourselves out of harm's way? Um, she, the the woman the woman is kind of, um, she's she's taking sort of a protective stance with 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 the with the guy who seems a little bit out of it, mm-hmm. and she has an arm around him and she says, uh, how, how did you come? Into the forest is is there uh, is there uh, dwellings walk. dwellings nearby? Uh, there is a city around us, but I think we should escort you out because I don't know that the guards at the entrance to this place will take kindly to you uh, if you leave without us. Well, I, I have no choice but to but yeah. to try and trust you. Okay. Eh. If if you want us to stay with you, then I mean I could go back the way you came, but otherwise I'll stay with you. Let's just go. You're overthinking it. Come on. Okay. Let's bring them with us. Yep. Okay. So tour the rest of the forest. Please okay. don't turn back. So bring your you, moan beam. So after another fifteen minutes, yeah. you you get through the other side, and there's another pair of guards there, and they see you escorting these people out, and uh, one of the guards asks you, um, "Is is the werewolf problem taken care of?" Arvin says yes. Where was it going? Very well then. Um, please. You want an ear? I, we can give you one of theirs. <laughs> oh my god. Arvin like Shut elbows up. Strax. I, I stomp on Strax's foot. <laughs> he says. Uh, one of the guards says. Give him a psychic tongue lashing. <laughs> one of the guards says, um, "Please go to the Elven Embassy and and take this." Uh, take this symbol with you, and he sort of takes uh, this little symbol off off of his armor, and he hands it to you, and he says, uh, pass, "Pass this in as proof that you have eliminated the world problem, and they will pay you the reward of a thousand gold." Excellent. Thank you. Wow, that's a lot of have gold. a good day. Shit. I mean, yay. Well, I think it's divided among it, it's all a, of us. It's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a thousand divided. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's still a lot of gold. Too fitting. Yeah. Too uh, fitty. Okay, so you so you bring the two humans to the temple and to have the curse removed. Yes. 
There you're a problem. You go. Um, how many more of those beverages do you have, Arvin? Uh, I have one more, and I think Matisse I has three. three. Yeah. So. Okay. So so you have to use two of those favors. Sure. I'll use one of mine. Or we'd have to pay for it, but yes, we'll, I'll, I'll I'll use my final one. That's fine. Okay. So so Greg, you still have two left. Yes. Okay. All right. Um. So so you basically hand them off, and and the temple says uh, that they will take care of it, and they will also okay. try to get them some clothes and get them fed and. And sort of talk to them about what has happened to them. So, so they'll sort of take them off your hands for you so they can try to integrate them into this society that they obviously have no idea what's going on. Okay. Uh, and, and they seem. We should probably not tell them that Strahd is here. Do they even know who he is? Well, hold on. You guys don't know who I Strahd know. is. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, that would have been funny, though. Uh, along the way, though, it, it, you know, the. The two people definitely seem very uh, taken aback by seeing like floating vehicles and um, constructed beings, including the droids. You know, everything seems a little bit wild and crazy to them. But but you pass yeah. them off to the temple, and they say they will take care of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, where do you guys want to go from here? Embassy. Pastries. Money. <laughs> money. Okay. You so you go to the Elven Embassy, and, and you have no trouble collecting yeah. the money. They they thank Great. you for your service. Yeah. So Anytime. Um, let me know if you got any more. Need. You each get 250 gold. Yeah. Unless you want to put some on a party fund or something. Yeah. And actually, walking back real quick, while we were at the temple, I think uh, Arvine would have asked Matisse to bring out the pastry and ask the people at the temple if they had anybody who would be capable of analyzing it. I think it's unlikely, but she they, would ask. They don't have anybody with yeah. any particular okay. alchemical skill. Okay. Um, okay. I'll analyze it. So you guys, you guys got the reward for the worlds. All right. And now what? Well, Danny wants her pastry. <laughs> okay. Can't be that late in the day. Irvine thinks that this is a very bad idea. <laughs> you think everything's a bad idea. So uh, is Janie eating Matisse's pastry? I don't think Matisse is likely to let her have it. But Matisse is shaking know. his head. No. <laughs> Janie's got, go got 250 gold. She'll go buy her own. Okay, so so it, it takes about, it takes about an hour. The line's a little shorter, so it takes about an hour. And uh, how many pastries do you want to buy? Just one. Just one. Okay. So so you you buy one off of the the same withered old lady that you saw come to the door of the Hammond Unicorn Forge. How much? Grow. Uh, just one gold. Okay. Wake me up in the middle of the freaking night. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then you then you move out of the line with a bunch of eager customers behind you. <laughs> you you're in the lesser market, and Janie has a pastry. I lick it. <laughs> okay, it is now yours. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that pastry now. All right, come on. I do want a drink though. Come on, let's let's go see Luigi. Yeah. So you guys are going to the Laughing Beholder with yep. with with the pie. Yep. Yes. Okay. So. Yep. All right. So you walk in there, and Luigi says, "Hey, some customers, come hey, on in, Luigi. come to the bar." Yeah. Arvine says, yeah. "What do you think is going on with these crazy pastries? We've got someone here who's curious and thinks she wants to try it." Oh yeah, who's that? Look, Which one? Look at Janie. Oh yeah, Janie, you got your pie. Lowers there, huh? a little bit. 
Well, I'm, I found I'm, somebody I'm, else I'm, who I'm seemed pretty one. out of it. I've never had one of those before, so you, so you gotta tell me what happens. Alright, well. Give me a drink, though, while you're up, while you're up there, huh? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. He uses his telekinetic eye stock to give you an ale. Janie wants to investigate the pastry before she takes a bite. Roll investigation. Investigation? Yep. Can our can Arvin help you? Uh, investigate Oops. the pastry. Investigate like my pastry. No, I'm going to say no. That I already licked. <laughs> just just to set the scene a bit, um, regaling. Oh, shit. With our fight that we just had with the werewolves. Okay, he's very interested in hearing about your werewolf fight. I rolled a five. (laughs) You know what, Luigi? I'll take a drink also. Yeah, sure, Matisse. Get you you a drink with his telekinetic eye sock. Thank you. Uh, Can I tell if there's anything, like, magical about pastry? Okay, so you... I rolled a five on my investigation. Five on your investigation, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it just looks like a mincemeat pie to you. It has a very nice smell to it. it smells like magic. <laughs> Ow, everybody's so uncomfortable right now. I gotta, I'm I'm gonna, I gotta take one. a bite of the. I, I take a bite of the of the pie. Okay. I take a bite of the pie. Um, I like me some pie. So (laughs) it tastes really, really good. Mmm. Quite tasty, Luigi. You should try some. Nah, nah, I'm okay. (laughs) That's okay. I licked it. I'll take another bite. It's yours then. You licked it, it's yours. (laughs) I'll take another bite. Tastes really good. It's probably one of the best pies you've ever had. This is delicious. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder what it's made out of. How much it I cost. start poking it some more. Looks like it's got some 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 herbs, some herbs. spices. Who's herb? Some herb. <laughs> it's made of herb. It's made of herb. <laughs> it's made out of herb. <laughs> it's, it's mince meat, right? Is it like jo- marijuana herb? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it, it's not very big. It's you know it's probably about you know four or five inches across. Um, after taking two bites, you're about halfway through. That's small pastry. It is. Yeah. The ham pie, like a turnip. I don't know. I mean, Still worrisome. I... Dim- Dimble was out of it. Yeah, Do d- I d- seem Dimble... out of it yet? No, no. I mean, you oh, notice yeah, but... you notice that sort of effect come over him once he'd eaten the entire thing. I'll okay. keep eating. Okay. okay. Do you eat the entire thing? I'll eat the entire thing. <laughs> Constitution saving throw. <laughs> you get your buff because of Matisse. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you, you get the, Mati- you get the have, Matisse buff. I, I say she gets inspiration. I have a plus six to Constitution anyway, guys. Greg's <laughs> bonus is important, man. Oh, Jesus. I rolled a four, so <laughs> that'll be a 12. A <laughs> uh, 12. Okay. I also have inspiration. I could give myself advantage. I don't know if you're... Uh, but I think I had to call that before I did it. Typically you, you don't, do. You don't know if you saved or failed, though. That's you true. I know. You. I know. No, no, no. Yeah. But I mean, I, I I would like the intention of the inspiration to be, I'm going to use it on this roll. Then you're right. Roll. 
Okay. Yeah. No, I, I failed. So then I, I figured use it. as much. <laughs> I figured as much. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't tell me if it failed though. Just say. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you eat the you eat the entire pie. Okay. And I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> uh, you see, Janie's eyes sort of like gloss over a little bit. They become sort of glassy, and she sort of looks like she's a little bit, a little bit drunk, a little kind of daisy. You know, pretty much like the way the dimble looked. So and like normal. And then she uh, she kind of leans back in her chair and she very, very quickly just falls right to sleep. Her breathing changes. She starts to have these like rapid eye movements. And it comes on it comes on to her very quickly. Boy. Um, oh. So she's gonna Sarah. This may be the stupidest thing I've ever done, just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> That's um, why these are the most fun things to do. Why do you think I do all stupid I things all the time? They're fun. D- d- Sarah, describe to me what Janie's um, most ideal, joyous place for her to be. Can you uh, describe that to me? The place where she would be just the most idyllic and happy. Back in her town where nobody has been burned to death by her fireballs. Okay. And she's still a hobgoblin, but she still has Earl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically your life before the accident. Yeah. But with Earl. But with Earl. But with Earl. <laughs> okay. So so you are transported back to your home village and Strax has his business and, and you are there as a hobgoblin and you are married to the big, burly, handsome uh, bugbear Earl. And you have um, a couple of half bugbear, half hobgoblin children. It's got to be interesting. <laughs> They're very fuzzy. They're very fuzzy. They're very fuzzy. <laughs> the fuzzy. You have a couple of little fuzzballs running around. I'm imagining wolf I guess you children. Would, <laughs> you would call that a bug goblin. A bug goblin. <laughs> uh, so, so everything in the a dream is bear. is it, it, it's vivid and it's and it's real in a way that you have never experienced in a dream before and you know people can get lost in the dream certainly but this is um like that times 10 and basically you go through this experience being in in this idyllic place for you and uh roll a d4 for me oh no that's a three it's a three he says okay. so meekly <laughs> uh so you are basically uh, asleep for seven hours. Yikes! Okay, so all of you see her basically fall in, fall into this into this state that looks like she's deeply sleeping, and and you're at the bar, and you know Luigi has given Matisse and Strax um, their drinks. So seeing Janie in this state, what do the rest of you do? Is she still sitting or is she on the ground? She's kind of slumped over on the chair. Irving kind of looks at Luigi and says, have you seen uh, anything like this before? For yeah, she kind of looks drunk. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. doesn't seem normal. I kind of look at Matisse and go, I think uh, now I want to take her to the temple and to see if they can figure out what's going wrong with these people. No, I just needed to get her home and let her sleep off. No, I think we should take her to the temple. What do you think, Matisse? Uh, you are such a worrywart. <laughs> Jeez. 
Well, well, Strax, you're probably the strongest of the three of them. So if you just want to take me home, you probably could. <laughs> he's not stronger than no. Matisse. No. <laughs> no, he's not. You could probably just call Earl and have him take me home. <laughs> <laughs> Matisse, uh, what, what, is, what is your response to them? Well, we need to know what's going on. So we need to figure out how to break these people out of what's going on. So... I suggest we try the temple at least to see if they know something. Right. So I take her at one, one one arm over my shoulder and have Matisse take the other. Strax, you can come with us or you can go back to the forge. You're call, man. Well, I'm obviously going to be coming along with you. You're carrying my sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jude, you can't do that. Arvin is uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, Earl. Oh, Earl. (laughs) Stop stop hitting your sister. That's not nice. (laughs) Okay. So you you bring Janie over to the temple. And uh, uh, you you ask the priests if they can basically try to figure out what's, what's happened to her, essentially. Yep. Okay. Um, so they have you bring her inside and, and put her on on this table, and you know they they kind of spend a couple of minutes there. And, and at first they're a little perplexed. They're just like, "Well, um, one of the priests says uh, I, I I think she's just asleep. Is there some reason why you wouldn't think she was asleep?" Well, she she had one of those peace trees that everybody around here has been buying, and it, this came on immediately. We we've seen some other people in a similar state who always seem to want to sleep so it doesn't seem right ah i see okay so so the priest cast detect magic and uh sort of explains to you what he's doing as he's doing it okay. and he doesn't he doesn't detect any magic of any kind hmm um tries a couple other detection spells and doesn't seem to really be able to glean any information off of it and basically says that you know she doesn't seem like she's in any danger it is unusual the way you described it coming on so quickly, and there does seem to be like an obsession among the populace. But but the priests of the temple they can't discern anything as far as what what it is. Mm. But but they try to reassure you that it doesn't seem like she's in any danger. Yeah. Are mm. is either of the two people that we rescued there? Um, they might be in the temple somewhere. Do you ask them? I mean, hey, if we're investigating the pies, and uh, might as well. Yeah. Time, but whatever. We could ask them. Maybe. Yeah, let's try to find the woman. That's a good idea. So I ask the the, the people at the temple if the, the humans if the, we brought before, if they're still there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're there, and and one of their one of their back and one of their back rooms and they're uh, uh-huh. they're they're basically trying to give them some 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 education on on the rock and uh-huh. where they are and what's happening and, and they're letting them stay at the temple until uh-huh. they can sort of get on their feet can you bring them to us briefly so we can ask a couple of questions they go and they grab yeah. the the two humans and uh the they're they're wearing you know some some nice clothes and uh-huh. i mean they're very basic but they're still very but the, but they're nice clothes clothes and the man seems to be calm and rational okay. um and uh right. he still seems a little bit meek though he's not very talkative but but the woman um greets you and says oh, oh hello it's huh? nice to see you again um 
We have a question about things from your world, and I kind of gesture towards Janie sleeping soundly on the table and say this <laughs> this woman is our, our friend and, and family, and she ate one of those pastries that this woman is selling all over the rock now and immediately fell into the sleep. We can't wake her up. We've seen others having the same effect. Uh, the, the pastry cart, is this something from your world? Do you know anything about it that you could tell us? Uh, yes, there is a woman that, that goes around Barovia and she, and she sells pastries. And uh, the, the, the man who seems, again, um, somewhat meek and kind of quiet and says to himself, he goes, the pastries? Where are the oh, pastries? God. Can you give oh, me a pastry? God. Oh, I'm not going to buy it. I kind of look at the temple people and say there's more evidence of the addiction that that we Mm -hmm. thought we might have seen. Do you have a pastry? I'll pay you two gold for a pastry. She ate it. No, we don't have a pastry. You also know he has no money. (laughs) He's like, I'll pay you two gold. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a pie today. So (laughs) I I kind of shake my head and look at the woman. Do you know anything about the woman who's selling the pastries? Like, how... Um, How do people stop this effect? No, 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 I'm going to play with Uncle's tracks. The, the woman is somewhat feared by many of the people in Barovia. Um, m- many of the residents turn her away because the, the pastries seem to... It's, it's almost like someone who, is, who gets drunk all the time and and, and needs that escape. Um, if, if a person is, is longing to get away from the horrors of the world, then the pies give them something akin to being drunk, but on a level that I, I've never seen before. It, it, is, it is extremely addictive and, 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 and terrible, and it does not, doesn't harm them, but it consumes their life. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the adrenaline shots, it sounds like. I mean... Uh, the Rock has no shortage of people willing to sell, you know, various pleasurable drugs and stuff like that. Yeah, so but Strax, this, this is a functioning member of our party. Look, we couldn't get Dimble to function to help us out. She'll wake what if up, that happens they always to her? do, and then we'll be back. Come on. But Dimble wasn't able to do his job, Strax. Well, we caught him in the middle of eating the pie. Who's to say, Strax, that... He ever is not eating the pies. Who's to say that he always is? Wow. I don't say this as a big deal. You, you'd be you'd be really bad at not enabling a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a problem. <laughs> the the adrenaline shot is, um, uh, comparison though is, is is pretty comparable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And if we're in a fight, though, and your sister can't function, Strax, you're, you're going to... Sorry you didn't think to ask this question sooner. That's all I'll say. So uh, let's go home and see what happens. She's just going to sleep it off, and she'll be fine. Come on. Okay. okay. I want to see what happens when I sleep it off. At this, point, <laughs> at this point, I don't really see that this is any of our concern, other than the fact that... Well, um, you're losing your business. Losing we need to business. figure out where this woman's... Uh, I kind of look at the woman. Do you have any idea what she's doing to make these pastries? Like, what's the magic ingredient that makes something that addictive? As I said, she, she is feared unless and, and you think, ignored yeah. by most of Barovia. Yeah. Uh, unless okay. you think she's going to need a supply. Well, then maybe that could make up for the little difference in revenue. <sighs> she, the woman says, I'm sorry, I can't be of more help. 
Alright. Oh, well, let's carry her back to the forge. So you're heading back to the forge? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not going to go investigating with one member of the party comatose anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you go back and basically you're going to take a, take a long rest and address Very this in the morning. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Okay. Very long rest. Well, I slept for seven hours, so I know I'm long rested. <laughs> but was it a restful sleep? That's the question. That's true. That's up uh, to. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna cover all that next Later. adventure. Next adventure. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna stop here for tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents are watching the baby, and uh, <laughs> it, it's at that time where we should where we should let them go. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Right. So let's say goodnight to the listeners. Good night, night, night everybody. Listeners. Still waving. Good night. Still waving. <laughs> That's Sweet all right. dreams. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated.